No, we, I, I've already gotten. Can I drive with you? Because mom makes me nervous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's funny? No, no, he he hasn't done that to us though. No, neither one of us make make him nervous. He uh, he drove home tonight in the rain, which I wanted him to do that. He needs to do more. It, it sucks we didn't do any snow driving. I don't think. Yeah. I think we. I mean, well, he could have, I guess, but we just didn't. I guess we just didn't. Um. But rain, nighttime, all that stuff—that's a little bit more difficult. And, uh, yeah, he's uh, he did it, and he did it in the tr- he did it in the truck for the first time. Oh, wow! <laughs> first time he drove the truck. So, so I remember. That, I remember my first time driving in the snow. You you do remember the first time you drove in the snow? Oh yeah, I I will never forget this. Okay, what happened? I this was during wrestling season. Okay. I got forward tripped and broke my collarbone. And had to drive home in the snow. Oh wow! I couldn't lift my left arm. <laughs> so yeah, that oh, that's. Yeah. I, you, I remember you breaking a bone in high school. I do remember that. I do remember that. Yeah, but uh, I didn't remember that being you know that whole thing. Yeah. So, so I have the NFL draft on in the background. The Bears just picked a big black guy, defensive lineman or something. Okay. Oh no, Eagles took him. Never mind. I thought he okay. was. I thought he was. He was. The Bears have a ton of picks. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought he was. Walk, they showed him walking up and crying, and I thought, "Oh no, the Bears drafted me, and I'm crying now." <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Yeah. yeah. That's too funny. Yeah. So I got a new phone today. Yeah, you told me. Yeah. So what kind of phone did you go with? Um, I got a Samsung Galaxy S23 Plus. Oh wow! So, so just, is that one? Of, is it huge? No, uh, no, it's the same size as my last phone. Oh, okay, because when, when I hear plus, that makes me think it's one of the bigger size phones. Um, it's a little bit bigger than the regular. Um, it had twice as much memory too, so that's why I went with it. Yeah. And now I can finally text people with iPhones, and I can get those SMS texts that like, please uh, use the passcode to sign into this app. Okay. Although I couldn't get any of those for the last like six months. Oh really? That's yeah. crazy. So so I get the new phone, I try texting, nothing. I texted you and I texted my buddy Scott at like okay. noon. And I'm like, "Oh, they probably didn't get them." And then I had to log mm-hmm. into apps on my phone and so it sent a code and I didn't get it. So I'm like, "Damn it, it doesn't work." So I call the guy mm-hmm. and I said, "Look, I can't get texts from some iPhones and the SMX auto-generated texts." He's like, all right, well, mm-hmm. let, let's give it a try. Text to this Google number and just put in help. He's like, do mm-hmm. you get a reply? I said, no. He's like, all right, uh, I know what it is. Uh, restart your phone. I'll hang up. I'll call you back in three minutes. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. So I do it. I. He's like, all right, so calls me back. Hey, text Google again. Get a reply right away. Not even two seconds later, you text me and Scott texts me. Oh, really? Because you guys had just gotten the text when he reset whatever it was when I restarted my phone. Yeah, yeah, because I think I got your text around 3.22 was the time I got a text from you. Yeah. Checks out. So, so yeah, I'm excited. Oh, wait, no, I take that back. Uh, 1.43 is when I got one from you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just wasn't able to reply back right away. Yeah. So he must have replied back. That's that's eerie because I took a long time to reply back to you then. Yeah. That's really creepy. <laughs> I texted back at uh, according to this three thirty three was the time. Yeah, yeah, that was about. But the then time. I, also sent you something that's, I sent you something at six forty. Did you get that? Yes, I did. 
Okay, so, okay, well then there you go. Now it works for sure. There you go. All right, you you're sticking with your not drinking thing, being healthy. Yeah, I'm trying, man. I'm trying my best. I uh, I don't know what the issue is, and it's this is just it's a battle of my entire life. This is nothing new, but like especially for guys, I guess it's different because anytime I talk about weight issues with a girl, that's just like guys just have it so easy. They just lose weight so so easy. And I'm like, I don't think we lose it very easily, to be honest with you. So much easier to put it on than take it off. But um, yeah. I, from what they weighed me at, at the doctor's office to where I am now, I'm down eight pounds already. So oh, wow. I don't, I don't know. It depends on what time you weigh yourself. Yeah. I need to stop weighing myself and versus I probably need to measure. I probably, that's what the, the true indicator really should be. And so I don't know if I've lost any inches or anything like that in regards to, you know, where I need to lose the weight. Yeah. The gut, you know, other places, but, uh, yeah, I'm trying to be healthy, man. I'm trying to. I, I, uh, I, I'm trying the intermittent fasting thing again. That's the one part where instead of the keto thing, where I don't eat carbs at all, at least the intermittent fasting thing. Yeah, I'm doing that. It seems to help, and I'm, I'm, I'm going longer and longer where I don't have to eat. Um, but I am getting hangry every now and then. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not, and I'm just getting real snappy. So it's going. I'm going through that process of it. But, um, so yeah, just water tonight. We we have a scale where you step on it, and it tells you your BMI, your body fat, all kinds of stuff. And so while my weight hasn't changed in the last year, my body fat has gone down like 9%. So I know, so I know I'm not, I might not be losing weight, but I'm losing the fat. Okay, cool. Yeah. But me, I am drinking. What you you got? I've got Third Wheel Brewing's boss, uh, Big City Boss. Okay. Imperial Third wheel off of a dumbbell over there, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Imperial Stout aged in bourbon barrels with cherries and orange peel. 10.2%. It's it's mm-hmm. pretty good. There's like no yeah. carbonation in it, so I was nervous about it, but it's it's still pretty good. Good. All right. Yeah, that that would make me nervous. There's no carbonation for sure. But yeah, looks it looks like motor oil. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's when you know it's good. Mhm. Oh, man. Let's see. Hold on. I just got bear with me one second. I'm just yeah. making sure my registration thing went through because it books up pretty quick. Yeah. Um, and just a heads up, it's over on our side of the river. Oh, Christian. deal breaker. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, things are things are too nice out on your side of the river. They got to come to where it's a little bit more ghettoy. Yes, yeah. <laughs> where we can run into things. <laughs> yeah. So. All right, so that's all squared away. Good, good, good. All right. I, just need to, I just need to remember all this. I might have to print this out a little bit later. I don't want to print right now. But um, I shall print the PDF here. It's nice that Kia sponsors that class considering all of their cars are getting stolen in St. Louis. <laughs> right? <laughs> that's hilarious. Well, and they ask, they ask you about Kia sponsors. Like they're asking you about, like, are you familiar with the Kia product and blah, blah, blah. And they said, if you're not familiar with Kia products, just put neutral for every response. And I just, I put, I'm, I know you have driven a Kia, mm-hmm. but I've never personally myself have driven a Kia. So I don't know anything about the product other than everyone. You're the only other, I think you and your mom, I believe, the only two people that I've ever really known that have owned yeah. Kia and driven them for an extended period of time. And you never really had any major complaints about it. Um, other than that it was affordable and it got you where it needed, when you got you where you needed to go. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, I still drive it a couple times a week and it's, it's a good car. I like it. Um, they have done a security update to their systems in the car. 
So mm-hmm. I just need to go get this done, but I it's supposed to help with the break-ins. But a uh, question for you. When you did go downtown for the, the city game, for the soccer game, did you take the Kia? No, we took the Ford. <laughs> I just wanted to set you up for that one. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, hell no, I'm too smart for that. Come on now. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Um, I might have... No, I didn't even take it down for Cardinal games last year, so it's probably been a while since it's been down that far. Well, I mean, come on, yeah. I, who's going to do that? You yeah, know, definitely don't want to take that thing. Why? Why risk it? You know, right? Yeah. There's no point in it. So, yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Oh man. So, how's your week going? Other than uh, getting a new phone, anything else going on? Uh, no. Um, I haven't done any homework this week because I spent Monday and Tuesday in the office. Oh, whoa, look at you. You actually got work and you have to go in an office. That's not good. I know. Um, No, there's a big testing effort going on on a project I'm working on. I'm kind of a backup on it, but I know the system, so I'm working with a different team that doesn't generate any of the the data we do. So I was just sitting Mm -hmm. in a room with them, and they're like, all right, uh, go ahead and make a transaction and run the payment so we can see what happens. All right, now void the payment. Mm -hmm. All right, now do it again. And because we're just testing devices, so it, it okay. was mindless work, but I had to go into the office for it. No, okay. Well, hey, every now and then that's good for you, though. I think you know. Yeah. Well, we found out too that there was a guy in the office on Monday with COVID. He was in the room next to us, and we were in there occasionally. Wow. Oh no. So that's not good. So the guy that was in charge of the testing was kind of flipping out. And I'm like, it, it is what it is. I get it. I get it. If not, yeah. I don't. I don't really care. I don't go in the office. Yeah. I don't leave my you house. Have to, you have to live right. You have, you have to go on with your life. I get yeah. it. Right. You have to. So yeah. But you, no, you brought that up, and I was going. What was the guy's name? I could swear I texted you about it. Um, he's he's kind of higher up at uh, Enterprise, and I'm surprised you didn't know him. What was his name? Jeez, where is it? I didn't. I it shouldn't have been this long ago. I guess. Ah, forget it. That's it's taking too long for me to yeah. scroll back through text. But he was he was a speaker at one of my son's things that we yeah. went to at school. Yeah, like, yeah, you mentioned it. Guy. I was just going to see if you if you followed up on that or if you run into him at any point. Because mm-hmm. super super smart super smart guy. Um, <laughs> he's like I'm very, I wasn't that great of a student honestly, and and he goes basically I just learned by failing a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And that's kind of, uh, it, was, it was pretty motivating for the kids to hear that, hey, um, it's kind of what you need to do. Is yeah. Just try things. Um, because uh, let me share a little bit with what's been going on, our, on during our weeks. I, I have a little bit of homework, but not very much because we've been, I haven't been in the, I did go in the office one time this week, but it wasn't, that wasn't what took up a lot of our time. Yeah. Um, school stuff this week. Uh, on, what is today? Today's Thursday, right? So it would have been last night. So my son got, uh, he got inducted to uh, National Honor Society last yeah. night, and uh, one of the kids that got up to speak, uh, to, he was a senior, you know, and he was one of the uh, officers of the, um, I don't know what you want to call it, the board or whatever. I don't yeah. know what you want to call it. But uh, got up to got up to speak the whole class, um, the because it was fresh or sorry, it was seniors, juniors, and freshmen. Not quite sure why the sophomores were left out, but yeah. Um, basically the freshmen there to be inducted and then the, the juniors were there so that they they could become the new officers. Yeah. 
Um, and then it's just basically saying goodbye to the seniors kind of thing. But the senior that gave a speech, he, he gave a speech at uh, the other thing that the Enterprise guy was at. But so this is the second time we've heard this kid speak. And he's just amazing at what he does. I can't believe he can write like the way he writes at such a young age. Yeah. But um, he got up there and spoke about uh, risk-taking and vulnerability. And talk about a complex topic to be speaking to to a bunch of 15 to 18-year-old kids. But he got up there to share his personal story, and he's just he he, he shared it and goes, um, when I want to talk about vulnerability, I mean it means letting people into a little small part of you, and he disclosed the whole place. And you're talking about, I don't know, God, so many kids there, and let alone then think about two to four people per people, you know, that yeah. they invited to the family, hundreds of people there, and he's like, I'm autistic. And a lot of people don't know that about me because I don't share it. I don't go out of my way to tell people about that. Yeah. When he shares about autism and he shares about, and you would, you would never suspect it. I mean, he has nothing like on the, you know, harsh end of the spectrum that would let you to believe that that's what he was doing. But man, teaching them about risk taking and going back to what we were saying with the other guy about failing over and over and just, but just persistence and never giving up. And then, going ahead and putting yourself out there and not being scared to try new things, make new friends, all this stuff. But so very inspirational. I hope some kids that got through to some kids, it definitely got through some, some adults. I was saying there was wet eyes all over the place that night. <laughs> there yeah. was just, Oh my goodness. This kid just blew, he, he blew the roof off with his speech, man. It was great. Either that, there's then, a lot of pollen. Oh man. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, tonight was what we called ham fest and ham fest was humanities, art and music. And they had to do presentations, uh, for their history class. Um, mm. in regards to his was the enlightenment period. I was like, Oh my goodness. <laughs> We're talking about what? 1865 or something like that. Yeah. And all these kids, and these kids are all amazing. They do such amazing work. It's just, it blows you away that you go, these are 15, again, 15, 18 year old kids that just do, they, they build stuff and they make it interactive. They use their laptops to like make you choose. It's like a choose, choose a game kind of thing. Yeah. And it, it just without going into too much boring detail, just incredible what these kids have these days versus what <laughs> we put something on like a poster board, right? Yeah. <laughs> and here's what I did <laughs> versus actually making it interactive and, and being able to learn that way. It's pretty incredible. So, yeah. Yeah. Are we kind of crazy with a whole bunch of school stuff going on? So, yeah. Uh, not much homework on my end. I do have a topic unless you, I have, I have a couple of different things unless you had something to go over. I got a couple of news things and then I have a, a list we could run through. Last week, you talked about uh, Ben Solo being Reed Richards. Well, sure. I, yep. I, I found another article today about the Fantastic Four listing mm-hmm. Mila Kunis as Sue Storm. Saw that. I saw that rumor. I thought that was interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. She's not going to go. She can't go blonde for it then. She does, she'd look awful as a blonde. She would. <laughs> We're just going to go, <laughs> you know, off of. Just looks alone, but yeah, you know, people probably said the same thing about Jessica Alba when she did it, and then and she shouldn't have. She did look awful. The wig yeah. was gross. It looked horrible. She, yeah, she it was definitely not. That. She was okay as as far as the acting goes, but yeah, the look was completely off. Yeah, but the main part of this article I found was talking about Antonio Banderas pay, playing the biggest bad guy in the MCU, Galactus. Well, we're gonna, Galactus. Yeah, that's, well, as far as I was gonna say, what. Do, we didn't think, as in like 
just physical size, is what yeah. we're saying, <laughs> or maybe the most the most villain of the most villain. Yeah, nah. I mean, yeah, it's pretty catastrophic what what Galactus does. But Antonio Banderas, really? Yeah, that's just like on a left field. I, I I don't know where they're getting some of their casting. I like Mila Kunis. I can see it. I definitely can because I liked her a whole lot in that um. What was her prettiest girl alive? That that uh, it was a very dramatic role. The school shooter um, one. She can pull off. Yeah, that was the one. Yeah, yeah that one. Yeah. Um, I, I liked her a lot in that. She's great in Black Swan. Um, this would be it would be something different for sure. But I could I could see it. I'm okay as as long as they just change up the look a little bit and they're good with her being a brunette. Yeah. <laughs> instead of going for the traditional Sue look. Yeah. Um. I'd be okay, and I just don't. But I don't know about chemistry between her and Adam Driver. I just—that's the hard part with Adam Driver going in as Reed Richards. There has to be a vulnerability to him. Yeah, that being the smartest man alive comes with a big, a lot of weight to it, right? But there's also that side that he's also a father. He's also someone that has insecurities. Um, the the Sue and Reed relationship is a complex relationship, to be honest with you. Yeah, and. Uh, I just don't see. I don't see people having chemistry with Adam Driver. I, he just doesn't come off that way. He just doesn't. I don't know because um, if you watch Marriage Story with him and Scarlett Johansson, he, see, I haven't seen that. So okay. Maybe that, that maybe that'll change my mind a little bit. Yeah, because he he's a very smart guy in it. He's an actor. Um, their chemistry is good, considering like the issues they're going through. So maybe yeah. if you see that, that might change your opinion on it. Okay. I just, that's not one of those. Um, it, it's not one of those where I, I, I want to really seek out marriage story. Because yeah. it sounds super depressing. It, it, <laughs> it is. It's one of those movies that you'll be like, I'm glad I watched it, but I'll never watch it again. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot. And there's, there's a bit, there's a lot of movies like that. Um, but Hey, what I'm doing now, if I could go off a, a big tangent, yeah. well, not too much though. We'll stay on Ben Solo. We'll stay in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. What do you think about that George Lucas thing I sent you earlier this week about what the uh, the sequels would have been? I would have I would have loved his version of the sequels over what we got. It sounds amazing, right? Because okay, I'm, I'm going to watch the video again real quick just to get a synopsis to remind myself what it was. Um, it, Leia would be trying to rebuild the Republic. Is what it says, and then it had Luke trying to rebuild the Jedi Order. It would be Darth Maul as our main bad guy, which would have been awesome. What we said all along in regards to how awesome Darth Maul was, yeah, because the purpose would have been Darth Talon. I don't know who Darth Talon is. Is she in the books? Yeah, um, I believe so. The the old uh, legend stuff now. Okay, and it would be Anakin's grandkids would be the main character. So the two the two kids from one of the Legends books, right? Yeah, because there was uh, Timothy Zahn who created uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn. Yeah, and introduced uh, Jaina and Jason. Okay, and then later on, they Han and Leia had a third son named Anakin. Oh, okay, and then it says Darth Talon would seduce Han Solo's son. Okay. And to try to introduce him to the dark side. The trilogy would have ended with uh, Leia becoming the supreme chancellor of the New Republic, and Luke would have successfully rebuilt the Jedi Order. However, he would have died somewhere towards the end of the trilogy. Yeah. Also, the wills are extremely important in this trilogy. And then it goes on to explain who the the wills were an ancient beings that fed off the Force, right, and controlled midichlorians. 
Yeah. I, I, this blows away everything they did. Why would you not have done this? This is so good. I, I would have loved to have seen this. Well, it's so different than what we got. And I think yeah. that's still the reason why I like The Last Jedi, the best of those movies, because it didn't rehash what we had in the the original trilogy yeah. like what J.J. did. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I was I was so blown away by this and, and knowing that that could have been what we got kind of thing. I was like, oh, what would have been incredible. So I, good. Um, I wonder how the Star Wars community would have taken those, though. Because a lot of that stuff is stuff that sounds like it was pulled from the extended universe, the old legend stuff. Yeah. And if he's trying to take credit for it, they'd be like, well, Darth Talon is an established character. And so were the yeah. the solo Leia well, kids. And maybe you bring in Zahn to help with the screenplay. Yeah. Right? No, yeah. I mean, they're going they're to do it. But I, I, without, I think... Without I, basically saying he ripped off the books or something like that. They're yeah. going to definitely go to it. Well, I, but I think the thing is he pulls from so many different areas because I don't yeah. think Darth Talon was created by Zahn and uh, uh, one of the solo kids does become a Sith at some point. So okay. all, all that stuff was kind of out there already. The, the way people like to bash on George Lucas, they would have been all over him about stealing from from the books. Yeah. Well, and then I think we're a little late to the party. Uh, we can maybe talk about it a little bit. I'll just kind of say what I've heard from other podcasts in regards to Star Wars Celebration. Yeah. Um, the the big news, I guess, would be the Ahsoka trailer, right? Um, Which was And awesome. I guess one of the big things they said in, in the trailer was he said something about the heir to the Empire. Yeah. So I guess we'll see Thrawn. The, the voice for Thrawn is going to be Thrawn. You, and, you uh, see the back of Thrawn in the trailer. Did you watch it? I need to re. I, I yes, have I watched it? Yes, but I need to rewatch. I, I I was doing something else as a background thing, so yeah. I didn't give my full attention. I just know that I'm looking forward to Ahsoka a whole lot. It's yeah. just odd though that Ahsoka takes place after Jedi, I think, right? Yes. So it's in the same period as the Mandalorian. Okay, and see, I find that to be which it should be right because yeah. we saw her in the Mandalorian. Yeah. I just the timeline just seems weird with her being so important in the clone wars you know that's where we get a lot of her and i i'm surprised they didn't go back to that era you know what i mean yeah they give her her story maybe they will maybe they'll touch on a few things maybe we'll have some flashback sequences or something like that well you um, did get a little bit of it in the um the tales of the jedi cartoons where it was going back and kind of filling in mm -hmm. a lot of the pre-jedi stuff yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, um so i yeah I loved it. Um, tying in all the rebel stuff, seeing Hera, which I didn't know was going to be. Uh, I can't think of her name now. She was in. Uh, she was the huntress in the Harley Quinn movie. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? She's. I, I re always remember her as a uh, Ramona Flowers. She's. Well, th that she's that, and she's yeah. also. Um, <laughs> she's uh, what's his name's kid in uh, Die Hard. Um, she's oh. McLean's kid. Yes. Um, in Live Free Die Hard, and I always remember, I always get that one precedence over everything else because of the command center, dude. Come on yes. <laughs> uh, <coughs> but um, I think that's one of the biggest things from Star Wars Celebration. Yeah. Um, Andor season two will be getting at some point. I love the fact that season one was what it was. We're gonna get two, and they're considering Rogue One the the finale of the trilogy of the Andor story. Yeah. So we've already got. Part, we've got part three already, and they're just going to get fill in the gap with part two. And so that starts filming in the fall, and they said it's going to 
time jump a little bit to kind of fill mm-hmm. in that whole period. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it's the same type of thing, like 12 episodes and it's like three, four episode arcs yeah. covering like a, a year a piece or something. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And then um, those were the two, I think those were the two. Oh, and then we're getting the movies. We're getting some, we're getting, well, we're getting a Ray show, I think, right? Or no, movie? the Ray one is a movie. And it's, it's going to about movie. it's her reestablishing the Jedi Order, mm-hmm. and they said that um, uh, John Boyega is interested in doing it. They haven't confirmed that he is, but <laughs> hard pass on my part. <laughs> That's just me. Um, I think if they give him something important to do, it's going to redeem the character. Maybe I, I'm not a big, I'm not a big Finn fan. I'm not even a huge Ray fan. Ray was she was super endearing in the first one in um, Force Awakens. She's yeah. she's just she was, it was a cute character. Uh, it, was, it was fun to watch her. She just had a lot of hope. Um, I don't know. I, I'm just not a big Finn fan though. Um, so we had the Ray movie. What else is pretty big from Star Wars Celebration? They well remember. they announced three movies. Um, the the Ray one. Um, there's one that's going to be about the, like the start of the force mm-hmm. and that is going to be by, uh, I can't think of his name. The guy that did, uh, Logan. Oh yeah. James Mangold. Oh, God. Mangold. Yeah. Nick Mangold. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, he's doing that. No, that's not his first name. I don't James. remember his first name. I just know Mangold. James. That's what I know. <laughs> Um, and then the other movie is going to be by Dave Filoni and it's going to tie it, tie up all the shows that they're doing. So everything from Mando and Ahsoka and I don't even remember all the shows that they've announced, but they're all going to tie together in this one movie. Nice. That'd be cool. That'd be very cool. Um, Um, they, they showed clips from the acolyte, which is the high Republic show set from the, from the Sith point of view. Live action or animated? I can't remember. Live action. Okay. Um, They announced season two of Tales of the Jedi, so we'll be getting some more of those shorts. I enjoyed that. That was pretty fun. Yeah. I liked that. Um, I like how quick it was to watch all those. Yeah, they were were quick and fun. Um, And then they announced season three of The Bad Batch, which will be the last season. I haven't watched any of that. I need to get around to it at some point, but I'm still trying to finish up Rebels. I've I'm at the point in Rebels. I, this can't be a spoiler because it's been out for so long. But um, Kanan is Kanan, right? Yeah. Am I saying that right? Yep. He dead. Yep. <laughs> From what I saw. Now, don't spoil. He might. He could not be. He could be coming back. Who knows? I don't know. Um, maybe it's Force Ghost. I unless that was just a big, big event. And I was like the jaw drop, and I was like, I can't believe that happened. Um. Well, I'm we, wondering, will we get Kanan in Ahsoka since we're seeing Hera? I cannot confirm or deny anything. <laughs> Is it in the trailer? No, no. Um, and then so, here, since and then you haven't finished it, I don't want to say. But he okay. he did. But you said Ezra. I think we're for sure seeing Ezra, right? I don't think that's a spoiler. No, you saw him in the uh, when they showed Sabine looking at like a little hollow recorder. It showed him. Okay. Okay. Um, and then, um, oh hey, I, I know I'm jumping all over the place, but with mm-hmm. Mandalorian, um, Zeb was in there. Yep. That was so cool, and he looked great. He, he sounded did. great too. Uh, so. I had it spoiled. Someone texted me earlier in the day before I watched it that he was in mm-hmm. it. 
No, but I got so excited because that's like Will's favorite Rebels character. Oh, really? And okay. so I knew when it was coming up, and I just watched him instead of watching the show. And he just is it, is it lit sad that up. Chopper is one of my favorite characters? <laughs> I love oh, Chopper, Chopper so much. Chopper was great. <laughs> really? So I, and I know we get to see Chopper, right? I thought we saw Chopper in the preview, didn't we? Um, yeah, I think so. And I think he's shown up in something else, too. Okay. But, um, I got to say, back to Bad Batch real quick, it's mm-hmm. not the greatest. Okay. But I'm we're about halfway through season two. I'm starting to enjoy it a little bit more. It's kind of the theme of Star Wars cartoons where the first third is kind of campy and not great, and then it just mm-hmm. gets better as it goes along. Did you guys plunge into Divisions? No. We... Okay. We watched the first three or four of season one. I know they announced season two. Mm-hmm. The first episode was awesome because it was uh, like a samurai Star Wars. Cool. Um, they, it was so good that they they made a uh, book about it. Oh, really? Okay. So I have the book. I haven't read it yet. But uh, And then there were fun little things after that, but there's so much Star Wars out there. I just feel like it's hard to devote time to stuff that's not part of canon yeah and i did request from library heir to the empire even though i know it's legacy and not canon it sounded really cool it is so good yeah i, I want to try it just but it sounds like it's a long read though so it might take a while to get through it well there, it's a it's a trilogy that's the first book of it yeah 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 um they were so good i read them not when they came out but shortly thereafter so they, I would have loved that for the second trilogy if Lucas could have mm-hmm. done it that way, but it, it's fun to go back and revisit that one. Okay, so I'll be, I'll enjoy it. Is what we're, what we're saying here? Yeah, you, you'll be like, man, this would have been the perfect final trilogy. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, okay, well, I can't, I'm looking forward to it. it. Just, it sounded so good, and the, and the, re- and the, they were just talking about it a lot with the Ahsoka because she even she said heir to the Empire, yeah. and when they said that quote, um. I went I, back and I read a little bit about what that was all about, and it sounded really cool. And and Thrawn seems like such an awesome character, and the fact that we're just now getting some Thrawn stuff, he, we need to. He's I, a I really want to explore it a lot. He's a really cool character. I loved him when I read those originally, and I was so excited they brought him into the new canon. And I've mm-hmm. liked everything they've done with him. I mean, I I can be a stickler at times for sticking to the source material, but when you can't do a story five years after Return of the Jedi, like they did with mm-hmm. Air to the Empire, inserting them the way they did has worked out perfect. Okay. Yeah. So, um, lots of good Star Wars stuff. Um, I, you, we're lucky. We're lucky we get any of it, right? So, I, yeah, I just, I I just, just would touch on that Lucas thing where I think we, we, we have a missed opportunity there. Oh, yeah. And what I wish you could do is even if it's legacy, produce it in a book, produce it in a comic book. Give us... Give us that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's see it. Oh, I, they, I think I think would enjoy it. They would make a killing off it, but I think at the same time, they wouldn't want to do it just for the fact that the sequel trilogy is so divisive as it is. If you put mm-hmm. on a better version of what it could have been, nerds yeah. will go crazy. Yeah, but it's my my point being, I think oh. it, 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 it why not? And yeah. if it divides, 
you're, you're telling me you're going to divide fans, but all fans are still going to read it. If there's going to be a division of I hate it and I love it, that's all the division's going to be. They're also going to purchase it. <laughs> yeah. They'll still keep the Star Wars money, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, I just thought that was some good uh, Star Wars stuff and we should at least hit on it just a little bit. Just because. <laughs> oh, and the one, the biggest thing, to be honest with you, that I'm really looking forward to Star Wars yeah. from a Star Wars standpoint is video game. Uh, last or was it a uh, survivor or something like that? Um, uh, Fallen, it's the, it's the sequel to Fallen Order, yes. I know that, and I can't, I always forget his name. It starts with a C, though. Cal, Cal, yeah. Uh, and I really wish we could get him in live action somewhere and use the actor that does the video game acting because he's a really great actor, yeah. Um, so just, one of the his droid has shown up in something because Will went nuts over something? yeah. Dude, I got the BD1 Lego. You don't know how much my family loves BD1. When I was playing the video game, the kids were watching. They love BD1. He's so good. Oh, he's oh, uh, awesome. Now I got to look it up. You, I know you're not. I know you're not. Again, I know you're not into the games too much. But did you ever try that one out a little bit? Uh, no. Um, and I don't. It's really we, fun. I don't it's think we really have really that one game. yet. We have the both uh, the Battlefronts and we have the like the Squadron game. Yeah, Battlefront gets old after a while. It was fun when it first came out. It was basically just Call of Duty with Star Wars is all it really is. And um, the uh, but no, this one's more like Uncharted. Okay. Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I told I highly recommend it, and I'm really looking forward to the. I won't. I'm. Uh, I still don't buy games when they release because games nowadays are like 60 70 bucks and i was like i have no way i'm not gonna spend that on the game all right it, and that's gonna be and that this game looks like it's gonna be a long game yeah a long time to through it uh, but it looks like a great upgrade to, to it, they stepped up the graphics a, a whole bunch um the gameplay looks awesome his force powers look incredible it's the stuff that they're doing in the game that you wish they would do in the live action stuff yeah it just looks so bad <laughs> it looks great but I'm totally so, looking forward to that one. And I, I, I will get around to playing it at some point. I just don't know when. Yeah. So BD1 was in Book of Boba Fett. Really? Yeah. I'd have to go back and search them out. I don't remember seeing them. Yeah. Um, and then. Now, was it a BD1 type droid or was it actually a BD1? Um, it says it's BD, is BD1 in Boba Fett. I'm looking to see. Because I remember Will flipping on about that. It's okay. Uh, let's see. From Fallen Order, um, episode five. Um, paid another visit to Mato's garage. Uh, one of the droids looked familiar. Um, says talks about BD one a little bit. Maybe, maybe it is. I, I, because here I'll use an example. I, I, have you finished Mandalorian? Yes. Okay. Let, let, let's well, let, let's go into our season three Mandalorian off of this though. Okay. Because, like, for example, in Mandalorian, the all black C three PO type droid, yeah, looked incredible, and it also had the R two unit. Basically, I don't know, whatever you want to call those the uh, astromech. Astromech. Oh, that one was all black too, right? They're yeah. both all black droids. Then they look awesome. And they, see, that's what did. I'm trying to get at. It could be those type of droids, but not the right. actual. Yeah, it says droid. it says it's a BD droid. It's not the same one though. Yeah, I see. Yeah, no BD one. Yeah, BD one's got personality. <laughs> What's funny? R two D two BD one Chopper. These all have they they and what, BB-8. I'm going um, BB eight, right? Yeah. 
throw them all in together. They all have personality and they're actually have character to them. Yeah. So I gotta give them the proper dues versus when we just see that are kind of like this similar to it. But um, what was your, what's your final take on season three of Mandalorian? I loved it. Um, I heard people complain about it, but a lot of those people didn't have the background of the Mandalorians from the Clone Wars and Rebels. Oh, okay. And so I think I think that really helped me because I mean I grew up a huge Boba Fett fan, so the just the legend of the Mandalorians was something I always wanted more of but didn't really get. And by the time I, they explored it in Legends, I had stopped reading Star Wars at the time. So mm-hmm. uh, getting to see the Mandalorians in action just made the whole season for me. There, there, I mean, there's definitely issues in there, See, but you can say that about any show. And I just go back to the fact that I spent like the first 25, uh, 20 years of my life with the three same Star Wars movies that I watched on repeat. So anytime I get new Star Wars, I'm happy. Yeah. And I, here's, I love season three i thought it was incredible and the season finale was a home run that was it was intense it it was action-packed grogu was awesome we're seeing grogu we're seeing his character develop a little bit more um uh what what, what's the um, another thing with one of the droids uh Uh, b11 or something like that b12 b11 or something like that oh uh the ig11 yeah, that that yes. that droid came back. To seeing him come back, I do love the comparisons between him and uh, Krang from the Ninja Turtles. Yes, Grogu. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, but we got to see Mando evolve a little bit. Bo Katan is an incredible character. Uh, she's fun to watch. Um, just the Mandalorian as a race coming back together and you know fighting to kind of you know restart that whole. I, what else? What other work I use besides race? Uh, I don't know what else to call civilization. Um, yeah, civilization. Sure. Yeah. Um, Mandalore looks cool. We can explore a lot more Mandalore. Uh, oh yeah. That big. I don't, I don't know what to call it. The beast that was underwater. The the mythosaur. Yeah, I want to learn more about that. Yeah. Um, it has to come into season four at some point. I would hope. You know. Uh, Will and I are so ingrained in Star Wars. When we saw the mythosaur, we both just got giddy. Yeah, and Aaron's cool. like, you guys are just the biggest nerds, and I'm like, but you don't <laughs> understand what that means to Mandalore. Yeah. So I guess is the and from Rebels is that the big thing? Is that one of the same? Is the thing that was kind of guiding uh, Kanan? No. I'm trying to make sure I'm not because I don't. Was that in Rebels? What was the Mythosaur no. in? No, because the okay. Mythosaur was a Mandalorian thing and it's been extinct for okay. like two or 3000 years, I think is what they said. Okay. Not any longer. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, like even the side characters like, um, Axe wolves and Paz Vizsla, mm-hmm. like you get attached to them in this season. And when Paz dies at the end of, uh, episode seven, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I was like, dude. no, because uh, I mean, the Vistas are big in the Mandalorian history, because mm-hmm. um, one of the descendants created the dark saber, and Pre Vistla was the one that worked with Darth Maul. So, where are you getting this? Your Mandalorian 
past with mm-hmm. these characters? Are you pulling this from comics, books, what show, or where are you getting all your stuff from uh, with the characters before getting seen, getting to see them in Mandalorian? It, from Clone Wars and Rebels. Oh, Clone Wars. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's they haven't touched on it much in the books. Okay. And really, I'm so far behind in the comics; it's not even funny. So I don't even try. I don't because I, again, I like I, I want to eventually at some point really dive into the Vader comic because I love I love the first trade. I thought it was incredible. It's just it's, like you said, it's, it's too much to keep up on. Yeah, there's no way to really keep up on all of it. I um, I probably have ten novels upstairs I haven't read yet. Yeah, and they're and they're not going to slow down. No. <laughs> you know, they're not going to not generate them for us to look into. Yeah. Um. But I I thought it was I thought it was ex- you had a great villain. I call him Darth Darth Gus is what I call him. Yeah, <laughs> that's I don't remember his name in the actual show. That's because when Jim was watching with me, we just called him yes. Darth Gus. <laughs> Moff Gideon. But, uh, yeah, um, but uh, he was a great villain. Yeah. Uh, well, the John Carlo Esp- himself was awesome. I thought that was really cool. Who was that? Moff Gideon. Oh, I yeah. remember he cloned yeah. himself. Yes. I thought those clones. Thought that was cool. Well, um, so since you're not as into it, when he was talking with like that Imperial Council, mm-hmm. the one guy he was going back and forth with was, um, you remember Admiral Hux from the sequel trilogy? Yeah, the redhead. That's his dad. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Okay. And in the books, his dad is part of the Emperor's Council that goes to Jakku for the big battle. Okay, he's in charge of recruiting the next wave of stormtroopers which okay. is what they're searching for for the jedi sensitive kids like finn and, okay. yeah. and uh well, well, have, so have the jedis but be working for the empire and yeah that makes total sense okay yeah and not even having jedi just having force sensitive people that can actually shoot targets yeah <laughs> right <laughs> So yeah, no, lots of good Star Wars stuff that came out. I'm excited. It all looks fun. All looks yeah. good. I'm not. I'm not looking forward the Ray thing. Eh, I could give you know. I can whatever. But the Soko thing. That's that's what I'm looking forward to the most. Yeah. Indoor season two. That's gonna be incredible because season one was awesome. Um, happy with me. I liked it. I'm really looking forward. I'm wondering if we're gonna see a, a will they time jump at all and let us see an older Grogu because I've seen some fan art mm-hmm. of a grown up Grogu in basically doing force stuff I, he might have had a lightsaber he might not have i can't remember but in mandalorian armor yeah it looks awesome. the Mandalorian helmet has the yoda ears on it yes it so cool oh it looks awesome i don't know if you saw maybe you saw it too I mean, i've, I've seen it. some i don't know if it's the same stuff though oh my god it looks so cool so awesome and grog i mean we, let's have a grogu show i'd watch a grogu show <laughs> jen, jen will watch she will watch a baby yoda show <laughs> hours and she'd be happy with it <laughs> i would hope season four is more of a um more of a standalone season where each episode is just like a monster of the week type thing that they, they can do that. yeah i can see I, that but that might might get a little wb-ish or what a cw it might might yeah. do that but. i don't know they, they've done it all right so far i could see them handling it yeah so um i yeah, don't know uh, here I, a little, I, I have, there's a lot to look forward to a little yeah. Easter egg from um, both times they showed the Rebel Bar. Mm-hmm. First time with Zeb, and the second time when Mando goes there. Yeah, the the directors are all in the background. So they're wait. So that you cut out. What, the, what, what did you say? The directors are all in the background. 
So Rick. Oh yeah, I didn't know that. Rick. Okay. Was Bryce Dallas Howard in the background? I don't remember seeing her. I don't know if she was, but I know uh, Deborah Chow and Dave Filoni because he's wearing his cowboy hat. Oh, he um, was okay. Yeah, and then Rick Fukuma or whatever his name is. Fumiyama. Fuyama. I don't. I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> um, but they were they were people sitting up at the bar. Okay, I'd have to take a closer look. Yeah. I, I just I heard it after the fact the first time they showed it, so the second time when they go when Mando's walking in and you see the cowboy head, I'm like, oh, that's Dave Filoni. Ah, cool. Yeah. So, all right. But hey, I wanted to switch over some here real quick because I got about 20 more minutes. Okay. Uh, but I wanted to touch on this. I found something that I really wanted your take on a lot of these. Yeah. Um, and then uh, did, well, did you have other topics that you want to hit on? I got a couple quick ones, but we can hit yours first. Yeah, let's let's do this because this might take a little bit longer than I thought. Okay. Depending on how, how much you want to go into this, because I saw an article online from a source called Bleacher Breaker. Okay. No idea what it is, but the title of the art- article is "Flawless Movies." Oh. So these are perfect movies, perfect movies. So flawless victory style. <laughs> oh. And I wanted your take on a couple of these for okay. sure, um, because I, there's I have a, some of the blind spots, you know. Yeah, and I was wondering if you've seen him, and a couple of these kind of go. I go, huh, okay, and then I don't have the article in front of me anymore to kind of read their rationale behind why they picked it. But um, let's get rolling on a couple of these. Oh, yeah. Um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. It's been so long since I've seen it. I can't say I liked okay. it at the time. It was different. So it really fit like my style of movie. Perfect, I don't know. See, and this this, this is again flawless movies, and that's that's a blind spot for me. I've not seen that movie. It's a so it's a good movie. Okay, uh, Mulholland Drive. <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry, Mulholland Drive. So David Lynch, David Lynch film gets on the list. Ah. Uh. Again, that's one I saw a long time ago, and I enjoyed it. That's a. That's a film class film, and I yes. don't, I don't know if I could ever call it a flawless movie. Uh, it's hard to follow. I can't remember that much about it. It's not an easy movie to get through. Um, but typically, if you go into a Lynch movie, you know you're going to be scratching your head and thinking yeah. a lot. Okay, and the ones as you see the pattern I'm going with are some of the ones I I kind of scratch my head at, going, "Huh, is it really a flawless movie or not?" Yeah. Um, Let's see. I'm trying to find. Well, Whiplash is on the list. I tend to agree. That's a. There's no. There's no weak parts to that movie. No. Well written. Well acted. Well directed. Yeah. This is one that I'm really going to want your take on. Okay. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Ooh. Is a false movie according to this list, and I'm like, wait a minute. Volume one is the superior movie, to, in my opinion. Oh yeah, I, can't I agree. Put on the list. It's crazy to me, but I, I'm curious. What do you think? Could you, do you have any? Is there anything wrong with Volume Two that you could say? Mm. I don't. God, I don't know. Um, right. It was good. I felt like the first one was better. You had a more defined story. Um. I felt like maybe in two, the little internal rift between the team was kind of forced. 
I didn't think Ego was the strongest villain they've had either. That's my point. That's I was waiting you to get to that. Yeah. He's not. I don't know. I, the dad issues, I get that. We dive into, oh, yeah. I guess, the loss of his mother a little bit more. But I hey. just don't see this as a flawless movie. I just don't. It just doesn't stand out. Hey, Tim Burton has perfected the dad issue movie. <laughs> was uh, Big Fish, right? Well, Big Fish, his version of... Uh, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, yeah. Uh, True. Batman. True. Yeah. So here, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna move over to some that I think we can agree on. Okay. Shawshank Redemption is a flawless, perfect movie. Yes. There's no points in that movie. I agree with that. I think that should actually be number one on the list that, after reading all these. That is my all-time favorite movie. Except for one. I do reserve one movie that's on this list okay. as being perfect. Okay. I'll get to that one. Forrest Gump, I agree. That's a perfect movie. I, there's no flawless. There's there. I, I can't think of anything in it that you can argue to say it's not an all-time classic. And the, the writing's perfect, acting's perfect, soundtrack's perfect. Yeah. I, there's no weak points in that movie. I, um, I can't think of any, yeah. Schindler's List is on here. And I think it's almost sacrilege to say it's not a perfect movie. Yeah. It's, a, it's the saddest movie ever, just about. But um, I think, again... As I mentioned earlier, it's one of those movies that you're glad you saw, but you never want to watch again. Correct. I agree with you on that. Um, I'm going to do one more... Or, uh, here, I'll do... Let me see. I, I, there's a ton on this list. I don't want to go over all of them, I guess. Uh, one Floor of the Cuckoo's Nest. Great movie. Uh, tell, me, tell me something wrong with that movie. I don't think you can. So I kind of agree that this belongs on the list. No, and I mean, if you look at it now, like you look back at some of those performances, and you're like, those were just perfectly casted before these characters, these actors were big. Danny DeVito, yeah. Christopher Lloyd. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I want to give you one that surprised me for being on a list. This okay. surprised me, but I agree wholeheartedly with this. John Wick. As far it as action a, movies go, it might be the perfect that's action what I was movie. Say. It's a flawless action movie. It's the, and I wonder how many lines Keanu actually had in the movie. I, I wonder what? if there's a like twelve. Exactly for a, a character that spoke minimally. Excuse me. There's really nothing weak about that. There, there's nothing you could point out to me in that movie that doesn't fit perfectly for what it is. I, I agree with this a thousand percent that it's a. Perfect movie. It reminds me of an action-packed version of 2001: A Space Odyssey, which is on the list, by the way. Because there's no, almost no dialogue in it. Like my, mm-hmm. we watched it in my senior English class because we did a, a section on film. I don't, doesn't really fit with an English class, but it was one of my favorite things I ever did. And yeah. there was, I think, 17 lines of dialogue in that movie. Huh, really? Yeah, there was hardly anything. So interesting. Okay. Um I here I'm gonna give you one let me give you one more that's definitely a flawless movie. Uh, I'm gonna give you one after that that I, I question it. Shaun of the Dead. Oh yeah. Cause it's got the the horror aspects to it, but it's also got the spoof. And it's like the perfect combination of the two. Horror, spoof, drama, and comedy. Yeah. 
it's it hits on it hits everything it hits on every kind of genre you can think of perfectly acted perfectly cast the story is relevant it's 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 it has a deeper meaning to it other than just a zombie movie to yes. be honest so i would um, totally agree with that and without it you don't i don't think you get like a zombie land type movie either true um I, this is a blind spot for me but i wanted to see if you'd seen it or not uh grand budapest hotel Yes, and it's been a while. I it's not my favorite um, Wes Anderson movie. I I'm not I'm not the biggest Wes Anderson fan. So um, I mean, if I'm gonna go with perfect movie from one of his, mm-hmm. I mean Rushmore is incredible. I thought you'd say Magnolia. <laughs> no, that's Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh, Paul Thomas Anderson. Sorry, got the Andersons mixed yeah. up. My bad. Yeah, I mean, I'd um, even I'd even go bottle rockets over that. Okay, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna list one now that I can't believe is on the list because okay. it's the, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. The Witch. Never saw it, dude. Don't waste your time. It's I know you, you've told me. You've Same told guy me that did that is the, is the guy that did the Northman, which I don't know if you yeah. ever got around to the Northman. I I watched about half of it. Yeah, garbage, utter garbage. Don't understand how these guys still get money to do their jobs, but okay. <laughs> um, I don't want to spend too much time on this one, but Slumdog Millionaire. I, it's a good movie. I don't know if it's perfect, but it's uh, I, maybe it's just because I, I mean, I think it's really good, but I don't. It's not I, one of those I watch over and over kind of thing. It's a blind spot. Oh, you sh- it's worth it's worth the watch. I it, highly recommend. It was one we always wanted to see, and we just never got around to it. The other one was I don't remember. I know I told you to watch it. I just can't remember if you did or not. Licorice Pizza is on this list. Yes, and. Uh, that is, it's, is that Paul Thomas Anderson? It's one of the Andersons, yes. Yes, that, that <laughs> would be him then. <laughs> um, uh, it was just a... Remember, this was the movie that made me uncomfortable because of the age difference. Yes. That was a little creepy. But when you take it out of the equation, does and I'm wondering if you take that out of the equation, is the movie still the same movie? And, I don't know, because it was one of those ones where like the characters weren't great people, even no, if you took the age no. out of that relationship yeah so he, i don't want to spend was, too much time. I, just, I don't think it belongs on a flawless movie list just for that no. fact alone i think it doesn't belong on a flawless. no list. and i don't understand how it got on so many top lists of the year because there were a lot of good movies that came out i don't that's it's just one of those things i don't get it um don't want to spend any time on this one really but lord of the rings return of the king i think that's more of a again lord of the rings as a as the trilogy belongs i think it's a Although we are Star Wars, we're, we're Star Wars kids at heart, right? But we yeah. have to. Admit, when you see something great, I have no issues with Warner. I love it. Oh no! I think it's great. And I don't want. I don't know why you point out just Return of the King. I think there's. I think actually, I enjoy the first one the most. Fellowship is my favorite of the three. Um, I I think it's because Return of the King kind of pulled all the stories back together, and yeah. it was nominated for an Academy Award. Yeah. Um, this is a blind spot, and I really want. I'm hoping you did watch it to tell me whether or not it's worth my time. Uh, Assassination of Jesse James. Never saw it. I really want to though. Okay, see, it's one we gotta get around to watching. We, yeah, we both need to watch that. Um, because it's on so many good lists. It's it's always on a list of it's it's better than everyone ever remembers it. And I don't remember why it bonded at the office at the box office. Other than I remember just people complaining it was really long. It's well, weird. and it's a western, and westerns really don't do well anymore. I guess you're right. This one kind of took me for surprise that it's on the list. 
Um, but I, it's, it is pretty damn good. Uh, her with Joaquin Phoenix and Scott Johansson as the voice of the AI. Never saw it. It's blind spot. Put it on the list, dude. You yeah. gotta see that movie. Definitely have to see that movie. It's it's up there with um, oh, what's the one? The sci-fi one I wanted you to that you did eventually get around to watching with the uh, Ex Machina. Yes, Ex Machina. I rank it right up there with Ex Machina as far as a sci-fi. Um, excellent movies, both of them. Um, I'm gonna do. Let's see. Oh, Big Lebowski, of course. Well, yeah. Uh, perfect comedy, and, in my opinion. And you could. There's a lot of Cohen movies. You, Coen Brother movies you could probably throw on that list. Yeah. Like Raising Arizona. Yeah. Oh, I agree with that. I agree with that very much so. Yeah. Um, there's a blind spot for me here, too. I'm going to list all my blind spot movies here just so I can get through the list. Oh, yeah. uh, King Richard, uh, Titanic. King, all right. Uh, King, King Richard was good. Okay. Perfect. I don't know. Uh, definitely get to see Will Smith's acting. He's mm-hmm. not the generic bad boy men in black character he plays in everything so mm-hmm. it was a solid um, movie vertigo vertigo's good worst person in the world don't know that uh english patient never saw it that was one of the uh two videotape movies at blockbuster back in the day so <laughs> right yeah you know me long yep uh tick boom which is not blind spot i just turned it off because I, I hated it so i don't know understand how that what was it movie Tick, Tick, Boom with Andrew Garfield. It was about the guy that uh, oh, yeah. wrote the musical Rent. Never saw it. Pan's Labyrinth is a blind spot. Good. It's a good movie, but I don't know how you'll feel about it because you don't like Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, well, it, it's so, very oh, here, boy, It's very out there oh. fantasy movie. Here's one that I think you'll agree is a flawless movie. It's Incredibles. Yeah. I can't think of a single thing wrong with that movie. No. But, and, but the funny thing is, I don't even think that's probably the best Pixar movie ever. No, but it's the best See, Fantastic Four like, movie. movie. Yeah, yeah, it's, I find it to be a flawless movie, but yet no other Pixar movie made this list. I, um, yeah, because, I mean, Toy Story? Toy Story mm-hmm. 3? Yeah. I mean, uh, there might be small flaws with Toy Story 3, but the first Toy Story was just so perfect. Let's see. Uh, West Side Story is not a blind spot. It's a musical. It's it, it, yeah. The original, yeah. The remake and. Oh, it's gonna get really loud in here. It's like my wife decided to print something. Apparently, sorry if that picks up on the sound here. Um, let's see if we can talk over that. Uh, let's see. Oh, Spider Man Two is on this list. Spider Man Two might be the perfect comic book movie. It's up there with uh, Dark Knight. The Harry character kind of doesn't make it a perfect movie for me. I can see that. I love it. Now, mind you, I really love Spider-Man 2, but he's a weak po- He's a weak part of the movie, in my opinion. I, I think Otto makes up for it, though. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's see. I think I've hit on all the big ones that are worth talking about. There's there's some more on here. Uh, oh, one I hate that's on this list is Power of the Dog. I don't know if you ever got around to watching no, that. No, I one. never that did. Hot garbage. That was another uh, that's, Western. That's a fun movie to hate. That was another Western, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't get the love for this movie as much. It's on everyone's, hey, this is the best movie ever list, and I don't understand it. Mad Max Fury Road. I don't get the love affair with it. It's. I'm not saying it's a horrible movie, but just don't get 
why is it a perfect movie? Why is it always on the people's best of list and all that stuff? I don't get it. Did Did you see the originals? No, I did not. Okay, so the original Mad Max is really good. Mm-hmm. George Miller took it up a notch for Fury Road. So mm-hmm. I get why people say that. I don't necessarily agree, but I understand it. Hey, um, thanks for interrupting the podcast. Yeah, thanks. Here, come get it. Um, here. Uh, man, there's so many movies on this list to try to get through. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let me do a good one. Full Metal Jacket. Oh, it's so good. Oh, I got one here. I got one here. I don't think you're going to like very much. Right. But I love it. I think it actually is as far as a sports movie goes. Moneyball is on this list. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I know it's, you have issues with it. I know you do. It's love hate because great sports movie. It is a great sports movie. But if someone wants to go and like know what the book is about, that does not give you an accurate picture because it it's the story of Billy Bean in the movie rather than the story of what the A's did. Mm-hmm. I love the movie. The movie's great. Yeah. Okay, let, let, let me. Uh, seriously, stop, Jennifer. Printing. <laughs> I know, right? Couldn't just wait. Couldn't wait, could you? Unbelievable. <laughs> She's the, she, no no respect for the podcast. No respect whatsoever. Unbelievable. Anyway, all right. There, there's um, the title for the episode. No respect for the podcast. No respect for the podcast. Um, let's see here. Last one, because again, there's a bunch on here. Um. <laughs> I'm gonna let you guess what I think is the most perfect film on this list. Oh God, I I have no clue. Come on, just come, just throw one out there. Birth of a Nation. Do you know what that is? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yes, that is, yeah. no, definitely not that. No, I I watched that for a film. I can't class. believe you would not say this movie. You know it's a Jaws. Of course, yeah, of course. Of course it is. Yeah, it's absolutely on this list. Oh my god! As, as it should be. As it shall be. <laughs> I, I, I'd give you. Actually, I'd give you Shawshank. I. I could see why people could say it's not flawless because of the mechanical shark. I guess maybe that's why they would say that. Uh, I'll argue with them. But you know, I can die on that hill all day long. That but, that's more of a when it was made type of thing. Exactly, I agree with you. Um. It's just of this whole list it, here. Here's I'll, I'll just let me don't don't give me reviews on any of these. I'm just going to read the ones I okay. didn't say. You don't think Bridge of Spies, Goodfellows, Raging Bull, Zodiac, Some Like It Hot, Streetcar Named Desire, Wonderful Life, Rebel Without a Cause, uh, The Thing, Pulp Fiction, which I think you and I would agree yeah. is a perfect movie, uh, Manchester by the Sea. I don't know if it's a flawless movie, but flawless acting uh, on that one. Um, Evil Dead 2, which I know you're a huge fan of. Uh, Silence, which I'm really intrigued after reading the description of the movie. I remember it. It's a Scorsese movie, hmm. but the premise of it is really interesting that I want to go ahead and try to, to fill in that blind spot. Uh, Creed and Get Out. We'll finish the list with Get Out. There are some movies on there that I think they just felt like they needed to include because they're on like okay. best movie lists. I don't know if they're okay. necessarily flawless, but they're good movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with you about that a lot. There's, some of these are just good movies, and others of these are just like 
I need to be the smartest person in the room. Yes. Movies with especially with the witch. I don't understand how that it's flawless, but the one that I gotta put towards the top that you just didn't see coming is John Wick. That blows me away. That I never really thought of it of that movie in that sense, but it's got legs. I heard the third one is incredible. Well, not third. Uh, sorry, the fourth, the fourth one. one's incredible. Yeah. I heard it's a little and long. There's but... legs to it where they said they could come back for a fifth one, and I. I and who doesn't love John Wick in regards to an action film? They're all super entertaining. They, they are, and they're minimalist. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to build a better action movie than what they've done. At least with the first one. I mean, the second one is good too. I oh yeah, Ruby yeah. Rose was maybe a little weak as the villain there. Yeah, but no, what? But uh, am I, unless I'm am I mixing up two and three? Maybe I am mixing up two and three. Uh, well, isn't it Don the Dragon Wilson? Isn't that him? I don't know. I haven't seen three. Ah, maybe I'm getting, I wonder if I'm getting those two mixed up. All I know is it's an incredible fight scene between those two. Um, if I'm remembering my name right on my actor there, yeah. but um, I just thought it was. I thought that was an interesting article, and I just thought it needed to. The fact that that movie was on there, and of course you got the classics, but giving some love to Shaun the Dead, like something like that, doesn't that? Yeah, everyone likes, but doesn't get a lot of recognition, kind of thing. Yeah. Some head scratchers with Guardians of the Galaxy two, um, and that that's not even the most flawless Marvel movie. Well, I Winter Soldier is the flawless. Oh yeah, movie. um, just picking Return of the King over you know Fellowship. I thought that was a head scratcher. Uh, um, no, I can I could see that, but I mean, you could list the whole trilogy as flawless, truthfully. But uh, and then oh, Unforgiven's on here uh, again. Western, yeah. uh, so I don't know if you ever saw it, but it's been a long time. But that wasn't even the best movie that year. <laughs> Few Good Men was the best movie that yeah. year. And that might be a flawless movie right there. That's yeah. a great one. And see, I wish I could get someone to, to define to me a great movie or you know a great film or that everyone enjoys versus what makes a movie flawless. I think that's what I kind of wanted to get to the. That was the uh, bones of this, trying to get down to the bone of what makes something flawless. Um, well, and part of the problem is flawless is so subjective. Yeah, no, you're, that's right. It, it's hard to like I, you could I think unbearable weight of massive talent is a flawless movie because of it. It's not acted well, but you're not expecting it to, and the story True. just makes up for it. It's. It's freaking good. It is. <laughs> I like that movie. I like it. I just don't know. I don't, and that's, I guess, yeah, that's the biggest part of it. It's, it's, you could put Cocaine Bear. It's Cocaine yes. Bear Flawless. <laughs> you know, for what it is, it, that's hard to say. It's yeah. Hard to say, but you know what I like to do maybe is go, maybe next time I'll try to think of, does it turn into a flawless list or is it just, are you listing things that you like to watch? That's, yeah. that's the other part where I'm like, this might be interesting to do from a TV show standpoint as well. But I think maybe what that turns into is really what do you enjoy versus take, maybe it's, it's harder to find something that you didn't think was the best, but can appreciate it and try to say, we can see what they were trying to do there, but you might not have liked it. I think that would be hard to draft that and come up with that list without listing just stuff that you like. Right? Yeah. So I don't know. Cause like, I love Kevin Smith. I might put Chasing Amy or Dogma as a flawless movie. But then people will be like, there was a poop monster in Dogma. But it, had, it served But a, it made sense. <laughs> that served a purpose, though. Um, and and yeah, those no. are movies I could go back to at any point mm-hmm. and just have like the impact of the movies always the same. 
Yeah. No. But no, I just thought you'd, you'd like to go over that real quick. Yeah. Um, interesting, interesting uh, exercise of going, what makes that flawless? And I'm going to give it to you that I think, again, I, I'll just reiterate or just finish it up this way, just saying Shawshank, there, there's nothing, name one reason why Shawshank is not a flawless movie. I couldn't name you one. No, I, I couldn't either. But um, that's all I think I got for you this week, man. To be honest, because I, I have a little bit of homework, but I'd rather just save it for next time. I think we hit on all of our topics except for um the Dick Grayson, uh, Tom King version of uh, his run there that he wanted to do, what they didn't do. I thought that was interesting, but we can always save that for next time. Yeah. Um, I remember it. <laughs> I gotta try to remember. That's all. I, I'll write it down for next week. So, because yeah, I thought it was his version would have been so much better than what they actually did. <laughs> but we could we'll we'll tease that for uh, on the next episode, I guess. And, and what I, about what uh, what things did you have that you wanted to share? Well, on the on the Nightwing Tom King thing, I've not gotten that far in the Batman run, so I don't know what happened yet. Oh, but reading reading what you sent me, that, I, I really am looking forward to you. Uh, yeah, it, it's well, I still. So good though. Nightwing was incredible. So good. So good. So, anyway. so my my goal was to have the first book of Dark Knight Metal done today. It's the road to metal. Yeah. I ordered it. It was supposed to be here today. I would have had time to finish it before the podcast. It got delayed. I won't have it till Monday. So I've got the first three books of metal by Monday, and I'm gonna try to knock those out before next week. Okay. But uh the two other quick things. Uh, runtime for the Flash has come out, two and a half hours. I like it. I I think it's going to be the right amount of time based off what I've seen. Yeah. There's there's going to be a lot I to agree. get through, so two and a half hours seems about right. Mm-hmm. And then they released the trailer for Dark Side of the Ring for this season, and there's a oh. Doink the Clown episode. Ooh, nice. I can't wait to see that. That'll be fun. I, that, I need to revisit that series, to be honest with you. I really yeah. do. There's so I'll many good episodes. Up. There's a lot of good stuff coming up in the season, but I saw Doink the Clown, and I'm like, yeah. is it going to get into every single person that played Doink? Because there were multiple. <laughs> yeah, there's multiple people that play the character. Yeah, no, you're right. So, it'll, so. that'll be interesting to see. Yeah, for I sure. I can't wait. It starts next week. All right. Cool. So uh, we'll we'll do some uh, we'll we'll tease the next episode. We'll do a little bit of Nightwing talk if you get it. We can talk about it just a little bit, but maybe I well maybe we won't then because I don't want to spoil anything. That's yeah. big time spoilers to be honest with you. Okay. But I, I still um, have the sci-fi no. list we can hit next week. Oh, we still have that. That's true. Yeah. So maybe we'll touch on that one. So all right, man. Night. Until next time, I'll talk to you. Night. See you. See you. Thanks for listening. You can find us on our website nerdcast.com. It's n y r d c a s t. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching at Nerdcast. The intro music is The Other Side by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, a Mad Dog remix made by Madeline Tierney. This week's featured music is Not Today by Nonstop to Cairo.